Hey, what's up, what's up, my people? It's your host, D. Woods, Two Scoops with Dre. How's everybody doing out there, man? I hope you all are well. Um, as for myself, <clears throat> been doing actually really, really fucking good. Um, and I can say that I have missed you guys. I know we haven't done a show in two weeks. Uh, we took a break um, for some, you know, some personal wellness, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And also, um, just wanted to take some time for myself and um, my husband. As you guys know, we are on our journey into adoption. And it is getting closer and closer to being finalized. And um, so we've been preparing our home and everything for the transition. And so um, that's what's been going on for the last two weeks. And it's actually been really, really good. It's been such a blessing. it's been going great. Um, the nursery is all put together, and um, one really cool thing is that I went to the store, and so my husband stayed home, and you know he was obviously well. Like you guys don't know, I think we might have shared this in one of our previous epi- episodes, but um, when we moved in together, um, we basically had this contract created. Um, I'm more of the domesticated one i stay i take care of home and i take care of the home front i take care of sicknesses and um the house and cleaning and cooking decorating things like that whereas my husband he is more of the physical labor hands-on hanging things when they need to be hung up sometimes i'll hang some shit up because i'm impatient and it's my little passive aggressive way of saying come on motherfucker you're supposed to hang this shit up and it gets uh, lopsided and it's a mess and and all of that stuff and um so i went to the store and i came home and like he basically had put maverick's entire nursery together um and it brought tears to my eyes i actually cried and that was the first time in my life that i had actually cried happy tears um i was really proud of him i wasn't expecting it to look that way when i came home um but i was also just really just elated and filled with joy knowing that we're going to have this new little person in our lives and he's going to be living in this room this is the room that he's coming home to and he's going to stay here for x amount of years until we fulfill the next goal on our list um and moving into our actual house um and by the way this is if you ask us and we say house this is a fucking house people are blown away at the size of our apartment um it is in fact the size of people's homes um it's three bedrooms two bathrooms uh, insanely large living room um actually two informal and formal dining areas um the patio is just absolutely amazing and the view is just to die for um so it is a home it is a fucking house um we just don't have to cut grass okay and but so i was just so just filled with joy it just brought tears to my eyes and i i had to share the experience with my mom like right away i shared it with my husband obviously because i let him know thank you and i was very proud of him and all the work that he had put in because he dedicated himself to 
you know fixing his son's room and he's equally happy as i am if not happier he is just more with the masculine energy i guess would be the safe term and so for him it's like uh, he shows emotion and he expresses happiness but he doesn't express in, in the sense of where he's too happy so I just, you know, tell him all the time what a phenomenal father he's going to be, um, what a phenomenal father he already is um, in our son's life. And our son loves him, and I know that he loves our son. And so that had been going on. And then um, the last, like, literally, like, <clears throat> um, over, like, the last two and a half weeks or so, um, you know, we had went to three different shows um, because first of all my husband had never ever even been to a concert in his life and i can't believe i never fucking knew this shit until like three weeks ago um and so um i went to the dave matthews van concert um with one of our friends um and it was just me and our, our friend and uh it was really cool it was just you know i was in my zone you know i love dave matthews band and um just out there rocking and it was just so fucking great and so then that following week um we my husband and i and our friend we went to the jack johnson concert and that was absolutely fucking amazing i'm talking about a vibe in the zone i just I, and plus bitch i didn't know so many jack johnson fans smoke weed it was just like weed smoking going on everywhere i was like well goddamn, all right jack johnson so that was such a great show um and you know to share that opportunity and that ex i mean have that opportunity to share that experience with my husband um was great within itself um and then literally two days later we're back at the same arena again for a third concert um and this was Wu-Tang Clan, Nas, and Busta Rhymes. Um, and let me tell you. They all did such a fucking phenomenal job. Um, it was just great. It was just so great. And um, I love telling people that <clears throat> just being in that arena and seeing people... Um, from all these different backgrounds and races just all come together just because they share this love for music share this love for Nas or Busta or Wu-Tang or all three and you know um, Wu-Tang, Nas, Busta they'll be rapping their song and everybody in the audience is just vibing with them helping them finish the song you know how the artists will stop and then the the crowd will sing or start rapping some of the song and then it'll go back to the artist there was a lot of that going on and it was just so fucking beautiful um and so um there's also another concert coming up and you guys are like damn bitch how many concerts y'all going to well so what we decided to do was to close out the rest of 2022 with um going to shows um because we both love music i absolutely adore music i wake up to music and i go to bed to music um i listen to music when i'm happy when i'm sad in between when we bumping and grinding all of this stuff you guys didn't need to know that well you know no <clears throat> um so 
um, there's so many great shows coming to LA and we just say you know what uh, right now is the opportunity for us to go to experience some of the shows that we as adults want to because now the trippy thing is we're like you know we're parents now so um, a lot of our shows are about to change and I mean we're going to be going to fucking blippy shows and uh, Coco whatever Coco uh, you know who the fuck I'm talking about Coco Chick, um, and Jojo Siwa, and all of those things, which is cool, and we're definitely looking forward to those things, so we said, let's just finish 22 with a bang, and so we have, um, like, so many shows, I think, out of all of the shows, though, um, the most exciting one is going to be the Elton John Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, this is his final tour, he's on some shit like we are, um, he's, he's married his partner, and they have adopted two children. I believe they have two. It might be three, but I think it's two. And so what John Elton John said, what he wants to do now is he just wants to focus on his marriage and being a father. And when he said that shit, I felt that shit, okay? Um, and so um, this is his official ending of Elton John and his music. As far, I don't know if he's actually retiring from music, but I know he's retiring from touring. So I'm pretty sure he's going to be done touring as well. Um, yeah, it's two kids, Elijah and Zachary. So, um, yeah, so we're definitely going to that show. And like the weekend of that show, um, we also have another show the day before that one and so we were actually just talking about this literally like three hours ago and like how lit that weekend is going to be but keep in mind we're some old motherfuckers now so like the turn up like we like midnight bitch we ready to be in bed curled up and shit you know what i mean but it was such a great um such a great experience and you know i we have definitely um enjoyed creating these memories together and um, looking forward to so many more, um, not just with us, but, you know, with our children. Um, yes, we say children because there are going to be more than just Maverick. Um, and I am cool with <coughs> Maverick and Ryder, um, you know, boy and a girl, traditional, so cliche, but whatever. Him, on the other hand, he wants like a village and... <coughs> hey you know at the end of the day like i told him like shit i love you and if you want to have eight kids running around this bitch then that's what's going to happen you know as long as we can take care of those eight fucking kids um and so yeah we're definitely looking forward to that and just um just been taking it um day by day just like really just i'm talking about i've been getting in some self-care that's been like phenomenal like i've been taking naps and like anybody that knows me knows that i'm like a serious workaholic like uh i'm working even when i'm not working um in my career field um you know my the helping field um you know social work but then also um as a friend and a husband as a son a cousin um I'm always putting in work there too and you know I wouldn't change it for the world but one thing that I have learned um, through helping others professionally and personally um, 
is that you have to take time for yourself and you have to care about yourself and sometimes they mean disconnecting from your phone and some people get upset because i do have people uh, who shall remain nameless nameless um they get upset when i don't answer because they're so used to me always answering and being there and they don't really understand that d woods needs time um for myself right so, but how you gonna have time for yourself and you married i said that is true but he also gives me the opportunity to um do my own thing and i like having to do his own thing we're not just like glued at the hip 24 hours a day right um there are times where you know we have two different interests in shows for instance right um i am a like reality tv drama rom-com type of movie uh shows all that like that's me right i'm like a chicago fire chicago pd um if you guys haven't been tuning in to those shows make sure you're checking in um because the season is off to a great fucking start already but <clears throat> he is more of a uh man knows best man in the wild man versus wild man versus food um doomsday preppers and I'm not with all that shit, okay? So, uh, we definitely don't watch. Now, we do come together because there are shows that we do share in common. And uh, we'll spend time together that way, watching TV, and then other ways, right? But you guys kind of already know those other fucking ways. Uh, but that's not it, right? But we do believe in giving each other the opportunity to um, do your own thing because that's what makes relationships work and is being able to go out on your own and do whatever it is that you do um hang out with friends be by yourself go to the library read books want to go to a restaurant and sit down by yourself um he is big into motorcycles and he has a bike um that he got for christmas last year um most people um most of my friends right they're like uh Oh, yeah, my husband, he asked for a new lawnmower or whatever for Christmas. And I was like, oh, nice. What you get your husband? I was like, oh, he asked for a motorcycle. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, so he's that type of spoiled. He um, likes to throw in my face, too, that I'm spoiled as well. But he is, too. And so um, he's spoiled. I'm spoiled. So what do you think that makes our son? Right? Because that's where I was going next. Um, I went to the store uh, to go get something for me um what happened was i was actually out i actually i'm gonna tell you guys the story because it's fucking hilarious um so i was really cute this one day right i had on uh you know one of my band t-shirts because you guys know i love band t-shirts and i love music and so i had on like some cut off shorts or whatever they were pretty uh pretty uh dope too and i had on some birkenstocks and so i'm in the store and I'm bending over, um, trying to look at one of the shelves, the lower shelves. And as soon as I bend down, I just, I just hear a tear. And I'm like, okay, well, it ain't that big or whatever. So um, I'm walking and I feel air coming in from the back. And uh, I stick my hand in there and literally, like, my hand and four other people's hands could have fit in there and i'm like i wonder if people are looking at me i wonder do people think this is the style of the jeans they were made like this uh they were stressed like this or whatever 
And so I'm like, oh, hell no. So I'm outside. I call my husband. I was like, babe, this is what happened or whatever. So, you know, he's laughing. And I think he thinks everything is fucking funny. Which it was funny. But in that moment, a bitch was stressed out. So I was like, okay, let me go into Target and just grab me a pair of shorts. Okay. So me and just going in the store for one thing, that shit does not fucking happen. Okay. Uh, so I grabbed a pair of shorts, but then I saw that they were already bringing out the winter stuff. And if you guys know, Target has really nice stuff. It's very fucking expensive. Um, so they had all of the shorts and stuff on clearance. I'm like, well, let me just give me a couple of pairs of shorts. So I got me a couple of pairs of shorts. That turned into um, two pairs of jeans. Um, two pairs of jeans. Three pairs of shorts. Two shirts. Two purses. Um, that was for me. And so then I'm like, oh, babe, I text, text my husband. I'm like, hey, what do you think about Maverick, this jacket? He was like, weren't you in the store getting stuff for you? Why are you buying Maverick stuff? And I'm like, well, you know how it goes. And he just laughs, right? So anyway, so Maverick ends up, he leaves the store with a jacket, two pairs of shoes, like uh, a pair of pajamas, uh, two pair two pairs of jeans three shirts um and i'm just like oh my god like this kid right here it's just so exciting with your first kid i just can't fucking explain it i guess and i mean well you guys know for those um that are parents out there especially with your first child you know you everything is just so cute you just gotta and my mom is like take it easy he's not going to be able to fit into that and i'm like well girl we're going to keep it anyways because we're going to have another baby you know you just don't know we have another baby yet but so it's still going to get worn anyways it's still going to stay in the woods household anyway so uh, um so that's what's been going on um but um so yeah i feel fresh refreshed and um rejuvenated like that Kali song young fresh and new that's me that's how i feel young fresh and new hey you guys need to get with that y'all don't know that song clearly because nobody fucking sung it with me but that's okay um so what i wanted to talk about tonight is <coughs> exes the exes for a fucking reason right Something happened in the relationship. Somebody cheated on somebody, or y'all cheated on each other. You guys outgrew each other. Um, you were dating a mama's boy, a daddy's girl. Um, you allowed other people to break you guys up, but you break up for a reason. And I'm a firm believer of not circling back because we broke up because we were no longer meshing, right? And sometimes we like to hold on to things longer than they need to be held on to. And I am a victim of this. Um, I held on to a relationship way longer than I should have. After this ran its course. I'm talking about I was still around. We were still in this relationship like three years too late. Okay. Um, and at that point, it's kind of like it's very unhealthy. Because what's happening now is like. And the reason that me and um, this person were still in this relationship, truthfully, for me is because um, of this person's finances and how phenomenal of a provider um, he was. He was absolutely phenomenal when it came to being a provider. And keep in mind, this is when I was young. You guys know my story. You know that um, 
I used to be uh, a gold digger and went out to everybody with all of the money and I wanted to sleep with anybody that was willing to buy a bitch of Gucci and gold until I could get my own Gucci and gold. And also, at that time, I didn't know my worth and I didn't really understand the importance of love and taking care of your body and not just letting anyone in to your body and not just having, you know, meaningless sex, right? And so, um, at this point, like, because the sex wasn't even really like all that either like no shade to you uh i don't know if you listening to this you probably won't but just in case you do <clears throat> the sex was no longer uh really pleasant to me because there was no feelings attached to it anymore it was kind of just like okay well let's just go ahead and bust this nut and uh go on our way but while this was going on we both are also i know for sure i'm speaking on me but i also know for sure that he was um dating other people too and um it's dangerous right uh, because you think about relationships right um straight or gay relationships um you go into these relationships and you start out um you know, have practicing safe sex with protection. Um, and once you guys are actually serious in this committed relationship, um, and you know that the other one isn't cheating or nobody's sleeping around or anything like that, the protection starts to fade away, right? <clears throat> and I mean, especially in a marriage, you know, I will say that for sure. Um, pretty much everyone that I know that's married, you know, um, we definitely not putting on no no rubbers and uh not saying that safe sex or rubbers or are bad i'm just saying typically that's what happens in long-term committed relationships and so um when people decide to start stepping out on these relationships especially after um you are no longer using protection um it creates murky waters very very dangerous and so that was one of the things for me too and that's why i was like you know what nah bro i gotta you know back up because just because i'm out here you know the people that i am stepping out on the relationship with or seeing or engaging in sexual activities with we are using protection that doesn't mean that you are when you step out and then we come back together and there's no protection being used right um and you know i tell everyone um you know god was truly has truly been with me uh was definitely with me through that journey and phase of life because i seen a lot of a lot of ceilings okay i say that uh, in a lot of different beds in a lot of different states in a lot of different cities right um and you know i was blessed and fortunate through all of that to never had contracted any sexually transmitted diseases or infections right um and so that's why i said you know what i need to sit down somewhere and mellow out and so that's why i said you know in my relationship um you know i want to be in a completely monogamous monogamous relationship and we can <clears throat> you know be trusting of each other and i don't have to worry about all oh, uh did you really go over your mom's house like you said you were or were you really uh because my husband is a handyman right and so uh <clears throat> that's his second job he has another job too but he has his own you know company 
and he's always fixing stuff for people and i'm like okay the old me was like are you really over here fixing stuff or are you fixing pipes or are you laying pipe and then you think you're gonna come home and lay pipe here too without a rubber and all of this stuff and it's like no so today i don't have those types of uh, i don't have those types of feelings or thoughts or anything like that associated with who i am now and who i'm with because we are in a mature loving safe relationship and um i can tell you this much and i um this is what i was told to do you know we tested three times through that first year of intimacy and um each test came back um negative obviously um because i will tell you guys if it had uh, because you know me and then um you have the talk again about uh protection and all that stuff and so in which we did and then um it's kind of like okay is this what we want to do uh do we want to take off the condoms uh, and just have a really mature because at the end of the day this is your life right this is your future um and not saying that uh if you did contract something uh that it is a death sentence because it's not because hiv and aids um is no longer what it was 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago right um something totally different now um sure nobody wants it but when you do if you do end up getting it um uh, it's not the end of the world like it was uh a long time ago so um you got to be able to know and trust in your partner uh, and have confidence that um that they're handling their business and you guys are in a completely safe monogamous relationship and so if you're in that if you're if you uh, can agree to that and everything is what it is i mean hey you know pull them off you know i mean it is um it is entirely up to both parties in the relationship um and i used to hear like oh what i mean you really in love and all that stuff and hell yeah that's true i mean shit you are right you gotta really be in love if you're willing to have this person um enter inside of you with no protection and um you know and inseminate you and you know get you pregnant and vice versa and all of these things i mean that is some really serious trusting shit very trusting and so uh you know i salute to everyone that um is in monogamous relationships i don't look down on people that are not because i was not always uh monogamous or practicing abstinence never ever was i ever doing it until i actually decided to grow up um and that actually took this um relationship which actually you guys know go back um like almost five years ago total total five years ago um so i have an ex and so i was with this ex for a really long fucking time like a long time and so you know in gay relationships anything over a year bitch is like <clears throat> in straight years it's equivalent to like a year in a gay relationship is equivalent to like 10 years in a cisgender relationship like for real as anybody gay um so we were uh, together for a total of seven years 
seven years of my fuckery, uh, his fuckery, uh, cheating, getting arrested, beating each other up, getting kicked out, getting put out in the snow, calling the cops, going to jail, restraining orders, getting arrested, doing a very toxic relationship. Sure, we had in the beginning, it was definitely very, very fun. Um, but what happened was I we uh, we ignore red flags right and i ignored like so many red flags right and so that's also why i'm such an advocator for uh domestic violence awareness because uh there were so many red flags and bitch i thought i was in love so i ignored them so first thing first is we met on this dating app called purple i know you guys have never heard of this shit because i think it was literally around for a short period of time and this is like 13 years ago okay um so we met um now this is when i was in school um in minneapolis right um and um right away you know he lets me know he's been in this relationship for 15 years with this guy um and they broke up because the guy started cheating on him and you know, already I'm hearing all of these things, and I think he is an amazing guy. So naturally, my opinion has already been formed of his ex based off of his uh, description of everything that he's endured, the pain, everything that's been uh, afflicted upon him from this guy. So, uh, but they've been together for so long, they, they, they have this house together, right? This really big as nice house but in this house uh, neither one of them want to sell the house uh, or move out so even though they fucking hate each other they're still living in this house together so my young ass kind of should have been like alright well that's enough for me because you've been together that long and you guys are vibing like that and you guys have had some I'm pretty sure you ain't been together for 15 years if y'all hadn't had some amazing sex at some point. So, um, y'all probably still fucking. Because y'all hate each other. But the sex be so good. You know, you ever you ever fuck somebody and y'all y'all fuck so good, but y'all can't really fucking stand each other. I think this is what was going on. And still to this day, you know, I haven't had this confirmed. I mean, no, at this point, do I really give a fuck. This is um, a teaching tool. So, that's why we're unpacking all this shit right now. Um, but I would go over and, uh, I would spend the night and next thing you know, the ex is like, who is that in the room with you? Why are you being so loud? Why do you have someone over here? What are you guys in there doing? Are you guys doing it? And I'm like, okay, like this shit is fucking weird. Why are you worried about what he's doing with his dick or his mouth or his ass or whatever the fuck it is? Um, what does that matter to you? And so then they would get into this whole argument and then he would tell them that it's me over there and all of this stuff. And I should have been like, hey, you know what? I'm ready to go. I don't feel safe in here or uh, whatever. Because a lot of times, bitch, I did not feel safe. But I would still stay because I thought I loved this motherfucker. Okay. So eventually, they finally, you know, his ex doesn't want to leave the house. So we end up getting this house uh, out the St. Croix River in Wisconsin. Um and you know we we create this life together um and so you know we got this new big home and 
you know, these new cars and, you know, everything's going good and, you know, taking trips back to Dallas to visit the family and going to Michigan to see his family and everything and, uh, you know, typical relationship, normal stuff, right? You know, you're really in when you meet the family and all that stuff. And some of the people in my family, you know, naturally drew to him right away because I have one of those families that are very, very welcoming. If you're invited over to one of our functions, that already speaks to your character because we don't just bring anybody around our family. Uh, so, some were welcoming right away. One of my aunts, my closest aunt, okay, who... I'm talking about me. This is, you know, this is my dog where we talk every single day, all damn day. Talking about still to this day. Um, no, she's 14 years older, 12 years older than me. 12 years older than me. Um, so, you know, still fairly close in age. So, you know, we, uh, even though she's older, you know, in a sense, we kind of grew up together. Um, and so this is also who I uh, look up to who has been the role model in my life, right? But she don't play no games. She's not friendly. None of that. She's going to speak her mind. You know, she don't hesitate to kick a bitch ass. Or she not afraid to fight and all that stuff. But I remember she met him and she was kind of like, gave him this look. And he's like, what the fuck's up there? I was like, oh, well. I said, she's just not really like a nice, friendly person like that. She is very nice and a sweetheart. But she got to get to know you. She got to fill you out. But I should have known. Because when my aunt looked at him and gave him that look, I should have known, like, okay, you know what, nigga? This ain't going to work. But no. Uh, because at that time, the most important person is my grandmother, to right? My grandmother's opinion. Because as you guys know, you know, predominantly, I, I, I was raised by my grandma. Um, and my mom's opinion mattered, but, like, my grandma's opinion was the, because grandma really, she ain't friendly at all. She's sweet as pie, but she can be Cruella goddamn DeVille. And so she like, so I'm like, okay, this is the right one, right? So we uh, we go to the damn courthouse and get married. I mean, <clears throat> well, no, marriage wasn't even legal at this time. Well, a domestic partnership was um, all you could do. So I'm thinking, like, this is forever, all this stuff. And it was just a mess. And so around, like, year three, um, you know, I started to question some of the things that he was doing. I saw a lot of craziness uh, popping up randomly at places. Like watching me, he had like tracker apps on my, his on my phone. He's like receiving copies of my text messages that people are sending to me. You know, a total violation of privacy. Not, it was a violation of privacy for me, but it was more so a violation of privacy I felt from the people, my family and my friends that were texting me. They were going through these things. They might have had personal health stuff going on. Um, and they're talking to me, confiding in me. But all the while, he is intercepting his messages too. So, um, you know, we would break up. I would move out of the house. You know, I would go stay with one of my friends or um, something like that. Or, um, And then, you know, he will come, oh, I miss you. And this nigga come back home. Man. And so I would go right back home. And then the same thing would happen. And then next thing you know, uh, violence erupts. And so then we're fighting. And then we're hurting each other. And people having to go to the hospital with torn ACLs and all this shit. And so I should have got out of there then. And I didn't get out of there. Uh, and it just continued to get worse. It was just like, uh, at one point, I'm pushed out of a window. 
closed window, by the way. Um, and I still didn't leave. And so, you know, at this point, we relocate. We moved from Minneapolis to Dallas, Texas. And, you know, now we're down here with my family and everything. But, you know, the thing is, you know, the thing about being abused is they only do it behind closed doors and so when you tell people about it they don't fucking believe you because this person is so sweet when they're around everybody else and so that was my story nobody believed a lot of the shit or um, everybody loved him so he had manipulated them into believing that i was the problem and so they would get together and they would talk about how d woods had did this or that and you, this boy really love you and you taking him through the ringer and you doing this and that and you don't want to stop doing this and you don't want to stop doing drugs and this and this and that and i'm like bitch if you only fucking know but okay bitch y'all will find out one way or another uh so uh you know he eventually he ends up becoming um, a truck driver and he ends up going on the road um, and you know shout out to him because this was actually the first time that uh, I was able to see the entire United fucking states okay I'm talking about it literally uh, I got on a truck with him and I'm talking about we beat it up from coast to coast in toe to toe okay so uh, I'm talking about every, literally every fucking state, and it wasn't just like driving through the motherfuckers, right? It was like if there was like a layover in between shipments and stuff, you know, we would get a hotel, we would rent a car, and we're going to see all of the the tourist attractions and um, going here, going there, like doing this and that. So it was like literally one of the best experiences that we did actually have together. Uh, but it also opened my eyes up to the rest of the United States because at that point I had only been uh, from Texas up to Minnesota and every state in between there, you know, um, like Kansas and Missouri and Iowa and Oklahoma uh, and, you know, Michigan, you know, with his family. <coughs> so uh, that was one of the cool things. But also uh, when I went back home, he was out on the road and you know i know truck drivers because i have fucked a couple of them before okay and i know they have whole wives at home and husbands and all that shit and they be on the road and they cut up and they act a goddamn fool so one night this motherfucker sleep and the phone just going duh, 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 duh. so i get his finger because he slept hard too. I ain't met, met a motherfucker yet that sleep as hard as him. And I unlocked his phone with his fingerprint, right? And I'm looking at all these text messages and he got dick pictures that he's sending these motherfucking niggas and all that. And he talking about he's single and he in Florida. This is when he was in Florida at one point. I'm like texting him and he swore like uh, it was a bad signal because it was a fucking hurricane and it was raining and this and that. But come to find out he was up with some motherfucking dude so he in the bed sleep right and i get the phone his cell phone and i launch that motherfucker right at his damn neck hit him right in the apple adam's apple and so boom we start going at it three o'clock in the morning in my grandma's house um and that still wasn't enough yet because i still chose to stick around um and you know he had excuses and all of this and it was my fault because i wasn't putting out and i hope you guys know what putting out putting out is that i wasn't giving up the goodies and at this point i'm not giving you no fucking goodies we're not doing none of that shit because i can't trust you okay 
because you out on the road and you a fucking hoe and you're a horrible liar and you always get caught and I don't know if you use a protection with them or not and you damn sure wasn't using any with me and so it's a no for me okay I was the bitch that ended up getting the headaches okay my head hurt tonight period and so um, we end up getting this apartment and uh, you know I'm in the apartment he's never at home he's always on the road uh, he's doing his paying rent at this point and uh, you know giving me money to live and survive and to get all of the things that I wanted all of the bullshit, the clothes, the the jewelry, the car the everything, right? So I'm basically just a kept I was about to say a kept woman but you know when I say kept woman in gay lingo that means that I'm just a kept queen, right? So that's what I say I was just a kept queen, okay? Uh, and one day I just said, you know what, I'm tired of all of this shit, you know, cute little car, you know, all the clothes, everything, none of this shit fucking matters. Uh, and also at this point I had picked up drugs again anyways. And so, hey, we just, I, I was done, right? I had had enough and, you know, he claims that he had had enough because of the drug addiction and, and all of that stuff and we just parted ways. And magically, after we break up, right? Conveniently, he's in a relationship, right? Shortly thereafter. And I was like, bitch, because you was already in that fucking relationship, ho. Because ain't no way. Because, bitch, you moved on that fast, bitch, and I look better than you. And finer than you. And I ain't got nobody yet. And you already got somebody else because you already had that hoe. And so, um, you know. You know, we still, at this point, we're still in contact, you know, um, and, you know, I'm still being stupid, and occasionally, you know, he would come see me on a, whenever he was in town, because his new partner is basically cool with him being a truck driver and being on the road, and he hasn't really learned that he's a hoe, and that he's whores. So, kudos to him, because they're still together, so maybe he ain't a hoe no more, I don't know, but we'll see. Um, so, you know, he'll still hit me up or whatever, boom, come slide through, you know, and boom, okay, you know, let him bust me down and kind of just like, uh, why did I do that afterwards? You ever fuck somebody and then afterwards you're like, ugh, I don't even know why I did that. It was like a lot of that. It's not because, like, he physically grossed me out. It was just everything that we had been through together grossed me out. And, you know, with sex with him, it was just, I was so familiar with him in that in those regards so it's kind of like i knew what to do i knew what it's i knew what to expect from him i kind of knew how long it was going to last i knew what he liked what he didn't like he kind of he knew that about me and so it was like we had this chemistry together and like i said at one point it was absolutely fucking amazing but over time as all of these things started to go on that candle you know dwindled and um so at this point the candle is dim and um so this kind of went on for like a year or two whatever and you know because i still really didn't know my worth um and everything that i was you know and everything that i am and i actually everything that i was at that time because who i am now is nowhere close to where a bitch was in 2016 okay uh and so finally you know, I just, one day I just said, you know what? I'm not talking to him anymore. And I'm completely done with him. However, 
everybody in my family, not everybody, certain people in my family, you know, they had developed relationships with him. And, you know, I respected that because I'm kind of like, uh, well, you shouldn't be talking to him anymore because we're not together. It's like, okay, well, if you want to fuck with him, cool, but don't be talking about me. Don't be trying to hook us back up. None of that fucking shit because it ain't fucking happening, bitch. Okay? So, um, certain family members, including my grandma, was still talking to him. Uh, and my grandma still talks to him to this day. Uh, and I can't be mad at her for it, you know. I don't think they talk as often as they used to, but um, she still will, you know, accept a call from him or... Uh, you know, he might pull up on her or something like that. And, you know, she'll say, blah, 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 can't you see me? And I'm like, okay, girl, I don't give a fuck. you telling me why? But, uh, so, then, one day, right out of nowhere, <clears throat> you guys got to excuse me. My sinuses are seriously bothering me, but I, I had to rock with you guys. It was long overdue. So, um. He caught a bitch at the right time on the right day, you know, and, you know, knowing that he's still, he's in his relationship and shit, and I'm like, oh, well, I don't give a fuck, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to fuck her man, right, um, and so I started, you know, back talking to him, and I listened, now, this is before my husband and I, uh, you know, at this point, we're just friends, literally just that, and, uh, you know, and I remember telling him, like, yeah, you know, this is what's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. He's like, you sure you want to do that? You probably shouldn't do that. Uh, and I'm like, nah, I'm going and I'm going to fuck the shit out of this motherfucker. Uh, well, uh, you know, we get to Dallas, everything like that. So I'm like super, a part of me is like super excited because I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm about to get ready to go see. Boom, boom, boom. He rather come, you know bust me down, you know, send him on his way, all this stuff, well, um, I arrived, and instantly had this, like, change of heart, right, um, and I'm like, I'm not doing this with this motherfucker, like, I, so, I blocked that motherfucker, right, motherfucker started calling me from these other numbers and shit, I'm like, bro, I'm not doing this with you, and so, actually, now, knowing what it, what, what, what it was, what it is, uh, is that I was also already falling in love with my husband and I didn't know it yet. Yeah, I didn't know it yet. Right. Uh, I knew that I knew that we loved each other on a friend level, right? And I also knew to me that my husband was uh, very attractive to me. You know, he actually, I always tell him he's actually the first man to actually treat me uh with more than just like a piece of meat right like sex is just you know it's a, a a part of a relationship but it's not the relationship uh first time that i ever been heard uh some ever been comforted comforted you know and and uh yeah so i was already falling in love and i didn't even realize it yet and so this is what kept me from actually hooking up with my ex so um it didn't go down you know and i think at this point, like, maybe, like, two months later, two months later, uh, you know, me and my husband actually started dating, or whatever, uh, and those feelings had already been present for, uh, 
some time in him, you know, after he, you know, admitted it to me and everything like that. And I had told him that, you know, I had thoughts of him on and off. And, you know, I had some really naughty thoughts several different times about him, you know, because uh, he's the shit. He is a very, very handsome, attractive man. Uh, he is very polite and sweet and courteous and that makes him even more attractive and so i was attracted to him i just didn't know how attracted to him i was and so at one point it was kind of like okay like sure like i would hook up with you and i would do this stuff you know because we had already had little conversations and stuff about you know hooking up and you know doing some stuff together or whatever but uh nothing had ever come from it and uh you know, so finally, what I just realized is that, you know, I finally have something that is truly great, something that I've longed for. Something that I've truly longed for, right? Like, and I'm not even bullshitting with y'all. Like, uh, I used to watch movies and stuff, right? And I would be jealous of these bitches in the movies because they had these great men. These men, they just took care of them and they just loved them and they did everything for them. And they used to go out to eat and walk on the beach or just lay in the bed and talk or watch TV and, you know, do like really corny things like just going to the grocery store or just sitting down cooking dinner together or something like this type of shit. And that shit used to make me jealous, bitch. And I used to be like, I want that. I want that. I truly want that for myself. And I just didn't ever think that I would get it just because of the life that I was living and the type of men that I was around. And so once I met a real man, you know, uh, I got that. I got that. But what I realized is that I had to stop settling, right? Um, and now what I have is somebody that continuously pushes me to be great. Somebody that uh, puts me uh, as a priority right uh, that cares about me and loves me just as much as uh, he loves himself and maybe a little bit more you know I don't, I'm not really sure you know and, and it doesn't really matter you know to me if you love me more than you love yourself but the thing is that I know that you love me unconditionally and you know he's a protector and he's just really great and so that's why when it came time to uh, adopt I knew that it was time because I knew that God had finally uh, you know had matured my heart and uh, gave me a different understand a better understanding and ga gave me clarity of uh, love what love really is and uh, and so I knew I was just like absolutely there's no doubt about it because had that and sure with that ex um, there used to be talks of you know parenting and all that stuff and i look at like that kid would seriously be really fucked up so traumatized and hurt and just confused and all of this stuff and just like caught in the middle of a bunch of toxicity and everything whereas now it's like no this kid is just pure love and so i don't want to say that um and we don't have our issues because we do. We still get mad. I got mad tonight. <clears throat> but it was like really petty and I got over it in like literally like 15 seconds. So what happened was I was getting in the shower and I wanted a fucking Slurpee. Icy actually. 
So I text my husband right now. Keep in mind, he's been out on the grill barbecuing all day. It's hot. He's tired and shit. He's ready to serve dinner, you know, because Sundays is his cook day. Uh, and I was like, hey, babe, can you go to the store for me and uh, give me some snacks and uh, icy? He comes back with the snacks, and I'm kind of like, oh, well, maybe he put the icy in the freezer because I was in the shower. No, he came back with a bag of ice. And I'm like, where the fuck is my ice? He was like, oh, I thought you said a bag of ice. And so I was mad as a motherfucker. And I'm like, well, now I got to get dressed and go out and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, D. Uh, first of all, he got up. He didn't even have to get up. He could have said, no, uh, I'm really tired. You can go when you get out of the shower. And we'll just put dinner off until you go. But he got up and went for me. So where's that gratitude that I need to have? And I was like, so at first I was like, I'm going to go get my Slurpee just, you know, to make him feel bad or whatever. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to get no Slurpee and I'm not about to make him feel bad because he didn't do anything wrong. He misread a text message. And so, um, you know, as quickly as those th thoughts came, those thoughts went away, you know, and that's areas of growth for me in relationships because the old me would have did that and because they made this big deal about a slurpee and then when it came time for the sex or something like uh-uh you need to go get that you need to have sex with that bag of ice that you got wrong because i asked you for a motherfucking icy um because i used to be like that right and so uh you know it's just like man when you guys finally let go of those those dirt bags and actually start looking at those red flags and getting out of those relationships, um, you can truly find true love and peace and happiness, happiness and serenity. Um, and learn to love being alone and being okay with being alone if you don't have anyone. Because that I had to learn to love myself and to learn to be okay with being alone even if I didn't have anyone before I actually got someone. And we have to look at those red flags because... So many people um, get in these relationships and they end up being abused and hurt and even worse sometimes. And the red flags were there the whole time. And we don't really look at them just because, oh, well, this motherfucker fucked the shit out of me. Or this motherfucker dick big or whatever. Or, you know, whatever it is, we have to put all of that aside and we have to grow up. And we had this fear of our facebook our facebook status saying single instead of in a relationship with an abusive motherfucker right it's okay for their relationship status to say single and it's okay for stay single for years because when the right one comes the right one is going to come and sweep you off your feet thank you guys for rocking with me this is d woods i hope you guys took a nugget away from here tonight love you guys see you guys next week can't wait for you guys to hear this give me feedback make sure you follow uh, two scoops with dre uh, twitter instagram facebook house youtube we there we in the mix okay subscribe share you know share this with a friend show some love peace out have a great week man love you guys